Welcome back. It's issue number 59 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm Andy, Ravager of Worlds, and with me are my co-hosts, Rat Purdy Shane. I have a bone to pick with you today, right? Oh. A B to P? I, does it, I have to. Is it, it going to happen in the middle you. of the intro per paragraph? I have to, I have to pee this B real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, do you remember what I told you the last time you made me read an origin story about the Fantastic Four? Look, it's not my decision <laughs> to put them in there. I don't fucking know what we're going to read same as you. <laughs> it would really help if we had somebody familiar with these comics. And I, just, <laughs> and I just called you Rat Purdy. I like that. I do like that. Okay, go you to better Rory. like that. And we got Rory the Rodeo Queen. Oh, yeah. That's right, baby. Which I feel like the funny value of, of which was undercut by Shane interrupting me. So no, I think Rodeo I Queen is still funny. I hope I that's mean, on your conscience. I, <laughs> you ruined my joke. <laughs> uh, today we read some stuff. Uh, uh, the, the energy in the room. The energy in the room. Uh, is is maybe spoiling the fact that I think my two friends here did not enjoy a large percentage I of it. I think but... I have caveats to all of it, but yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think if you if, if Osiris if Osiris had to weigh the quality of these of these comics against the weight of a feather, he would judge them unworthy. He's not even the one who weighs it, isn't it? The Whoever hippo? weighs the feathers. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we the comics were about Black Widow, Thor, the Fantastic Four, and magic, and um, they take us from 1983, November, through just the peak, the little little teeny bit of a peak into January of 1984, and during this time, we got some bummers, you know we got some bummers, so at the end of a year, it's kind of fun, I go into the section that doesn't have a specific dates attached. And I found some really good ones in there. So uh, McDonald's introduces the McNugget this year in oh, 1983. Oh, man. That's not a bummer. You, are you, you're pro-nug? I'm pro-nug. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, I'm, how do you pro, feel about I'm the nug? Pro the exact uh, shape of the nug. <laughs> you know, um, my my parents were pretty strict on uh, on fast food intake as a little kid. Mm. And uh, you know whatever, but that in that entails now having to sell, uh, you know, an adolescent or a young adult on, uh, yeah, tube meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't, if you don't get nugget, if you don't get nugged when you're when you're in your formative you... years, <laughs> it's a it's a lot like your christening. It's like yeah. if you don't. <laughs> You have to get it's a lot tougher to sell nugged. a fourteen-year-old on on the, on the whole topic. <laughs> if you don't get nugged before puberty, you're fucked. <laughs> oh, that's that's a cursed that's a cursed bit of audio you just created. Uh, Dare the drug abuse resistance education program is launched in 1983. Your we, favorite, yeah. Oh, you you know we love Dare. Right here, dare this we're, we're a dare. We're a dare forward podcast. <laughs> uh, and then at some point earlier in the year, the Cabbage Patch Kids dolls uh, were debuted. And during the summer of 1983, apparently, I, I, I guess I kind of knew this, but apparently their popularity led to the Cabbage Patch Riots, um, which is a crazy name to give something, which is, I guess, you know, 
kind of a double man situation. I'm here for Cabbage Patch. Like, I don't think we talk enough about how mainstream orphan bog monsters were as a children's (laughs) star. Yeah, you are not wrong. (laughs) And I love it. Uh, In terms of the things that actually happened during these months, uh, November and December, uh, I got two. We got Ronald Reagan signing a bill to create Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, which is, I guess, kind of a mixed bummer because Reagan did it. Well, he didn't make it it a like, you know, a bank holiday. I think that was the part of the bill. I think it was like it was showed up as a national holiday. But maybe you're right. I don't know the specifics of when it was like for sure a day off. Uh, and then, if you remember this, I'm sure you do. Right at the right at the crest of the new year, Apple drops their famous 1984 television advertisement. You know the one. No. You don't know the one? No. With the with the like, it's Steve the very, drops like a hundred apples <laughs> in a row. No, it's the, it's the one where the, the like, you know, it's very like, oh, some sort of horrible future and everyone's like, you know, the same. And then this woman is like running and she chucks something into this, the giant screen that has the like big propaganda face on it doing the horrible speech. And it's all about Apple Macintosh computers somehow. It's like one of the most famous television ads that's ever been made. Go look it up. Um, Link in the description below. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not such a fucking <laughs> cuck for advertising. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not going to see you at the Clio Awards. <laughs> oh, God, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> okay, fucking. Let's talk about comics. I want to start. I want to start with uh, this Black Widow comic that we're almost surely going to bail from. Sure. Yes. It was Wait. trash. Yeah. And nothing happened. Uh, I do like the. There is a. There's an incredibly cut uh, sumo wrestler, which I think I don't oh. think the I don't think the world gives enough like credibility to these guys. Like they're always drawn as you know big old fatsos. A lot of yeah. them are, but like this guy, this guy is cut. Yeah, well, I mean they have to be underneath, right? I mean like. They're doing some incredible feats of of, of strength. They're only they're, f- is my understanding is they're only they only put on weight because Japan didn't have like weight classes in the same way. Maybe they do. I, mm. I I don't think I think that was sort of the purpose of of bulking up. Right. Sort of the same the same way like linemen. Right. You don't mm-hmm. we don't have like a weight limit on on. Wait, linemen. you mean there's no rule that we can't have the biggest dudes? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. fake. Starting in burgers, baby. <laughs> no, I uh, I like. Yeah. So without actually going into the plot, because it's kind of nothing um, at one point, some kinda shadowy nothing? figure. It's vaguely almost nothing. There's like one or two little tiny things. And I don't care. To Black talk Widow's about in them. Russia and she meets a cabal of of kind of hilariously non-Soviet assassins. Yeah, well, because the, because I think the the implication is that it's like a it's like a, a somebody's the pulling greatest a fast from one. around the world, but yeah, like it's not actually the Soviets who are making her life miserable. Mm. Uh, it's like a secret shadowy figure who's not Soviet, uh, and he has pulled together these dime store global Avengers. Um, I'll I'll name them real quick because it's kind of funny. We got Nkama the Zulu, Deadshot Darrance, the Iron Maiden, Larry the Rodeo Queen, the Black Lotus, and Kono the Sumo Wrestler. Uh, but that's five out of seven are from the sort of like <laughs> from outside from outside the Iron Curtain. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, it is it is funny, I guess. They've they've got like a literal like assassin, like like sharpshooter, and they've got this like what looks like maybe a robot woman from the Soviet Union. <laughs> and then there's this woman who's just really good at with a lasso. Uh <laughs> just, just like this rodeo queen. She just feels very out of place. Um yeah. She looks like kiss me, Kate. <laughs> You know the character in Kiss Me Kate was not called Kiss Me Kate, right? Okay, but t- so the silliness of the rodeo <laughs> queen is is apparent on the first panel. Uh, she's also the one who actually gets Black Widow. She is yeah. 
the rodeo queen. Like, she gets a fucking ton. My she queen. ties up that hog. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, I, to, for my money, the only noteworthy thing in this episode, episode, <clears throat> fuck, I know what podcast I'm doing. For my money, the only noteworthy thing in this issue is uh, the panel where Black Widow's shooting her laser and she basically like presents her entire ass to the, the camera. Oh, there's that. It's it's really like jarring. <laughs> well, also it's- that she she fell in love with this with this sort of like hairy traitor. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harry Trader. <laughs> oh man, yeah, she just kind of yeah, she falls in love with him in like a page and then he dies on the next page and then she goes on a rampage. We're not reading the rest a, of this story. Listen, I would go on a rampage too because he's hot. <laughs> oh. He's a so hot. Shane's on board with American defector Michael Corcoran. I am. Yeah. No, this one was a this one was a fail for me. The ginger uh, beefcake. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh we'll have two orders of the ginger beefcake. <laughs> I'll pretend like I already didn't, please. <laughs> <laughs> Brought my own so, steak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. make my own steak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> vile um i i take issue so so the idea that there was nothing good in our reading list today uh, i take a little bit of issue with because i thought these two thor issues we read were awesome they are Um, beautiful the story is pretty pretty neat i cannot do a full Asgardian cast when they're doing faux Shakespeare. It's horrendous. <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as it normally is. It's it, way it's better than it used to be in the a 60s. Bit. I, I'll give you, but I, I I hate it. I mean, I mean, it's kind of what Thor do, though. I I don't know. Do they? I hate it. I hate has it. Anyone, <laughs> has anyone checked in? Or or seen any recent comics with Thor? Like, does he still talk like this, or does he talk more like a normal fucking person these well, days? I've never know, read Thor as a main title, but he doesn't. Right? I there's no vows anywhere that I've seen. Yeah, no vows. But uh, how do you know it's Thor then? <laughs> how do you know it's Thor? <laughs> so Thor, the Norse god, speaks like a Canterbury tale. <laughs> yeah yeah that's real um i i really did i really did like the plot on this one though uh beta ray bill is comes in really hot this is his first introduction he's kind of a fan favorite character and i can see why he's a robot because his name is beta He's this robot bird demon who immediately picks up Thor's hammer with no explanation. And this and that's cool. And yeah, it also sort of establishes the sort of transformation thing that they're going to do forever later. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've done it previously. This is the first we've seen of it. Yeah. I mean, to my knowledge, this is the first time in comic book canon that anyone other than Thor or Odin has been able to pick up Mjolnir. Thor um, or Odin? Yeah. Thor or Odin. Hmm. Uh, Thor Odin, Thor Odinson, and Odin, whatever his last name is, uh, he's the All Father. He has he's the number one, number one boy. He's number first one, boy. first boy. <laughs> I am Odin, first boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I actually really love so so. There's the initial confrontation where like the spooky alien shows this up. New Odin Thor. design rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but but I I. I dig this moment a lot where like Odin shows up and is like, son, come back and mistakes Beta Ray Bill for him and takes him home instead. And Donald Blake, you know, his, in his human doctor form is like, what the fuck, dad? <laughs> and then eventually he realizes his mistake and he brings his, his son there, too. And he's like, oh, God, OK, I'm sorry I came in really hot. I was just really trying to find my son. Hey, you seem really cool. You picked up the uh, picked up the hammer. What's that about? Come on over to this mountain. Let's chat it out. And I just really like that energy. 
Yeah, but then he's like, okay, well, time for you to duel to the death. Yeah, <laughs> for no reason. He's like, you you know you have to fight to the death now, right? Because of my mistake. <laughs> like, I made a, like, I made a mistake, but you guys have to fight because I'm dumb. Well, it's not because of a mistake. Like, he was worthy enough to pick up the hammer. Like, they're both worthy. Well, he could just make another hammer. He made the first one, make a second one. Oh, but you can't just be going around making new new hammers. You you can have Molnir and Tulnir. Dosnir. (laughs) Is that real? Can you give me a couple more tries at that? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I uh I'm not like I'm not sure. I mean, there's gotta be some sort of reason why he's not just like mass producing hammers. Uh, I don't remember exactly what the lore behind the hammer's creation is. Maybe he doesn't have enough of the metal that it was made out of, or who fucking knows. But it's very special and unique, Shane. You can't just make two, and you can't just split it and give it to both your kids. So they have to fight. I don't know why it had to be to the death, though. That seemed like... millennials. (laughs) With their participation trophy. Yeah, they just want... They want Mjolnir's for nothing. <laughs> the, the millennial Mjolnir dilemma. <laughs> Fuck. I uh I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's a really cool it's a really cool opening of um a new writer on Thor. This is Walter Simonson. He's very famous. This run is very famous. Um and I don't know, it comes in hot and I, I like I like the the confidence of like a new writer to Thor immediately is like, and someone else gets Thor's hammer and he's not really even Thor right now. And he looks like he, he fails at the end of these two issues and beta Ray bill looks like he's going to get the hammer. Um, and he's a cool bro and he doesn't fight to the death. He like brings Thor's unconscious body back to his dad. And he's like, here you go. It's mine. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. It's very, it's very neat. Uh, and I mean, Assuming there's no there's no riots from uh, from the Rory Gallery, we but are. It sounds like it sounds like I'm I'm outvoted. Maybe so I'll give it another week. I I can't do I can't do an all Asgard sort of the the the, the diction is <laughs> it's it's fingernails on chalk to me boards you know wherever chalk <laughs> <the> boards. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the, the fingernails don't like it, I don't like it. It's chalk on my fingernail boards. Uh yeah, I mean cuz cuz you know, I'll give it a sec would... to go cosmic and for Thor to like just dip out of Asgard. Right, exactly. I I hope that occurs. We will we will see what happens, but you know, I mean at least the plan was that there is a bunch of Thor to read. I like, want to like it. The you know, like you said, it's got good bones and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just the writing is horrendous, or the the dialogue. I yeah, say. the yeah the the way the the way the words go down the the bad the bad Shakespeare bard words. Uh, that's not even real. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I wanna I wanna just you mean Shakespeare didn't really write this? <laughs> oh, buddy, no. <laughs> no, this one, Rory, this one was by. Uh... He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> don't just don't just say it like that. You gotta you gotta you gotta let him down easy. Sorry, got Zeus. Zoons. Yeah, it's it's not. It's it, I, I'll agree with you on that. It's not the most fun part to read, but. Um, I did want I did want to call this out. We we talked about it a little bit on our Discord. That's all the words. <laughs> <laughs> no. We we talked about this part a little bit on our Discord is that the uh the art um I I guess when they did like a huge Walter Simonson Thor uh omnibus, they like remastered all the art. Uh and I guess that meant entirely recoloring everything from this run with modern sensibilities uh and it's it's crazy it's super weird to see it side by side i own it has not come up on this podcast and it is my it is my claim to fame i own the entire run when marvel produced uh an english akira in the early 90s Mm -hmm. 
they colorized the manga. Oh. It's gorgeous. Interesting. So like it's been done and it and it to me, I no shade. Um I mean this was literally just color, so it's not like I right, they know. didn't redo taking, that. The... Taking already color art and changing it is a little maybe more. That's that's where I'm at. Like suspect. there was a there was a dude who is like professionally hey man, coloring I the blue. I picked yeah. that blue. Yeah, I did that blue on. I I decided that guy's coat was gonna be blue, and then you made it brown and a bunch of other shades of brown to look more like realistic light shading instead of the flat colors that I did with my. I know that they didn't have this, but it basically all looks like the fucking Photoshop paint bucket tool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I feel I feel like I see both sides of like why erase the history and like not even give us an option to see the original, but also like it is really nice to look at with the new coloring. So I'm not going to complain. And it just now, and in fairness to both the artist and the original, um, printing costs were also a factor. In a yeah, way. yeah, exactly. Like the sort of four colors in limitations, maybe not just costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. My understanding is that the way that they used to print these like colored pages onto the page back in the day, like physically, the equipment, like we don't do it that way anymore, and so like you couldn't even, like a reproduction is not even really on the table it's like you would still need to scan and kind of interpret what the color is supposed to be and then, but you know because that's something we haven't really talked about exactly i mean i think it's in a way common knowledge but sometimes it, it is effective to speak on it art's been pretty good for a while <laughs> in human history uh, a lot of when art is bad a lot of it comes down to money or physical limitation mm-hmm yeah. And I I I guess I guess what's weird in the context of what we're doing, if you put if you open like I did and like all three of us probably did, well at the very least well um, never mind. If you did like what we did on Marvel were you Unlimited. Out, were you gonna out me as a as yeah, a as a space pirate? it's not worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if you did what we did and you opened up Marvel Unlimited and you had the issues from the same months of 1983 and you open that black widow and it looks like it does. And then you open this one and it's like, you've traveled 30 years into the future. It's you think you've picked up the wrong issue. You think you're looking at the wrong comic because it's like, oh, there's yeah. no fucking way that it looks like this. This looks nothing like the other ones we're reading. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It makes a huge difference, but the line art is still there and intact. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't have a, you know, I don't have a particularly hot take on this. I just find it interesting that in select places they did modern recolors and in uh, most other places they did attempts at accurate recolors. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Let's talk about another one that you guys love so much. It's Fantastic <laughs> Four. Tell me tell me about tell me about Fantastic Four. Well, I learned how the Fantastic Four got their powers today. <laughs> and, I mean, that was, you know, an interesting bit of trivia that I hadn't heard yet. So Ugh. this comic opens with Namor, like f- tongue kissing fucking Sue Storm. Right. Yeah. He's tasting and her feet from the inside. He's, he's deep he's, in there. He's he's licking her toes through her mouth. <laughs> Okay, and then he has one of his fish people standing there like they came up to the surface (laughs) with him and she is like, I don't know, starstruck that she's meeting Sue Storm and she got to hang out all day with Namor and she's just like watching them tongue wrestle and she's like, (laughs) she's like, this is so exciting and then Namor like grabs her and flies away with her. He can fly now. (laughs) Yeah, he's got wings on his ankles. Uh, speaking of my space pirate place, you, so I guess you guys didn't read the trial of Reed Richards today. Whoa. What was that weird transition? Uh, we just, <laughs> we just found out that, uh, that Rory did a whoopsie and read next week's <laughs> issue of Fantastic Four instead of this week's issue. 
Um, so Shane and I are the only ones that had to suffer with what I am now led to understand is a worse issue of Fantastic Four than we're going to uh, It next sounds week. like you guys read a great issue with a lot of <laughs> Namor tongue kissing, which is all I want. <laughs> You should you should go right He's now. He's the second broodiest mutant, <laughs> and that's all I, I I rank my mutants on broodiness. He's still not even a mutant yet. He's just a fish person with <laughs> wing legs who likes to lick ladies' feet through their mouth. <laughs> yeah, fucking sign me up for Namor School of Namor School of Toe Sagging. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. That's- You're doing it from the outside. Um, She's like, not not this soul, Namor, you silly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so we'll really quickly cover any of the salient bits from this issue. Uh, I, I guess Silver Surfer's hanging out. Uh, Sue comes back from fucking, I don't know what she's been doing with Namor. She went off on a little, little kissy adventure with Namor. <laughs> and she comes back and she can't find is her Silver husband. Is Silver Surfer, is there on Wii? A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Because I because she, she's like she's like where's my husband and then he like walks in the room and she's like oh Norrin Rad I forgot it's, you were it's, here it's so fucking funny actually like when you're reading Silver Surfer you kind of get a little tired of it but just to just in the middle of something else to cut over to Silver Surfer just you know bemoaning existence on an yeah. asteroid is hilarious. <laughs> well. It's actually kind of great because they do a little bit of detective work for a second and and they end up going to the Avengers compound and finding out from Jarvis and and Wanda that there was some sort of giant spooky laser that showed up yesterday and they don't know what happened and uh, and that that's when Reed disappeared. And the surfer like uses his cosmic awareness to figure out where where they've where he's been taken. And he's like, oh, so. uh He's been taken to another planet, which I'd love to go to, but you know, I can't leave this one. So have fun. <laughs> and yeah, and that's like his whole deal. He like tells them where he is and then he just they just they ditch him because he can't leave Earth. <laughs> what a sad dumbass. Uh and then they go find the watcher on the moon. Because apparently the the other watchers gave him like temporary permission to interfere just this one time, just this one time, and then he takes them to I guess this giant convoy where uh, all these like planet orphans from Galactus's past feedings are like gathered, and they have Reed hostage because they're pissed at him for not killing Galactus when he had the chance, and at the very end of this issue, Lalandra shows up. Just as they're maybe about to convince him that, like, oh, maybe you're not so bad, Reed. Lalandra shows up and is like, no, you must die. And that's kind of the, the cliffhanger. It's, can we, yeah. Can we, talk, can we talk about how they're trying to kill him, too? Like, <laughs> like Rory, Rory hasn't seen this image yet, right? Like, no. They have him on, like, a, a big grinding wheel. And they have him, like, tacked around it and they're just like grinding they're him, him around this yeah, they're stretching him on this grinding wheel here Rory like, 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 way, is, is it like Gonzo in Muppet Treasure Island yeah, a mean, little just bit keeps but they just keep stretching him <laughs> yeah it's a yeah. little bit like that They've but they've kind of got him spatchcocked on it Um. oh sure that's not he, a word Andy uh, I think you'll find that's, that it is not a word. Um, I think you'll find that Rory has has spatchcocked a bird or two in his time. Oh God, I can't with you, uh, Rory. I I put it I in like the Discord. That you're just mad it. that you don't know how to cook at us. <laughs> you're mad at us about that choice. Oh uh, yeah, the, the the we we put the image in uh, in, in the Discord there, Rory. He's not spatchcocked, but I feel you. Well, he's, he's spread out. You know, you could. I mean, if he had ribs, he'd be spatchcocked. <laughs> Sure. If if he wasn't made of gum. <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Well, I guess more on this next week when we read the the issue that Rory read this week, which apparently might be worth talking about. So, we'll uh we'll get there for the trial of Reed Richards. And today we're just going to finish out with the two issues, first two issues of the Magic miniseries uh, about Ileana. I just uh filling in the time between when when she was uh back with Belasco and aging. 
I, it, yeah. it's sad. It's really sad that we're reading these in like a digital medium because I would love to crumple it up and throw it in the garbage. You don't like this? I no. wanted to love it. And there's there's elements that are cool. This is Claremont, like no other author I've read, can can really run the gamut of what he can do when he gives a shit and what he's willing to shit out and put his name on. Yeah. <laughs> it is insane. Like, because this is the basically the story of what happens whenever she goes into the dimension and like old storm who does magic and like spooky spells. Yeah. Right. Like this is, this is the inside story of that interdimensional bullshit that goes on. And it's just nothing. It's nothing. I mean, I, I am there for filling in the details we're missing with Ileana because it definitely feels like they haven't talked about it much since it happened. And that's weird, you know, like, like she just ages several years and shows up in the real world and is like, oh, yeah, I lived in there for a while, but I'm fine now. And no one's like, do you need to talk to like a counselor or, you know, like we never we never get any explanation for for like what she went through. And so I guess from that angle, I was like definitely interested to see. I mean, just from a, like a future storytelling perspective, like I'm assuming this is going to set up more specifically some spooky shit that's going to happen with her later. Um, Kind of. I, uh, you know, she takes on a more PTSD character as people as better writers sort of helm this helm this character. Um, yeah, I believe that this this time in the hell in limbo. uh, I'm just kind of with Shane. It's 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 just Mm -hmm. not that it's it. What you really are, what you really care about, the character you actually are interested in is Storm, right? I guess I guess. And maybe Kitty, even though Cat is so. So the Kitty Cat thing is is wild. So. uh, She's now known as Cat because uh, Belasco, I've yeah. based on his name, yeah, yeah, uh, has turned her into a literal cat lady, and so she's changed her name. She's no longer. Uh, I don't know that. I don't think Ilyana knows she's Kitty Pride. She realizes it pretty early. Uh, she knows it's her, but like she's, mm. but 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 Cat is very adamant about not calling about, her. About oh sure, but just I'm not I'm I'm not Kitty. As in I'm no longer that person. I yes, I, I misread yeah. on my part. Um, I, I guess what's, what's odd. I I didn't care about those characters as much because I know that they're like alt universe characters destined to probably die. And I was like, all right, cool. They're, I have the opposite reaction because I know, because I know how Ileana turns out Mm. that her journey in here is somewhat stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I, in a perfect world, something like that, I feel like it's overstaying its welcome. Like, I'll agree with you on, on, on from that angle. I think that four issues is too much for this story. I think they could have done it in two uh, or one long issue. Yeah. Like, like one big fatty annual sized issue about magic and what happened could have been really cool. Make it really uh, tight. Also, so the other thing that I, that I think makes me more interested in Storm is, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, Ilyana is essentially, she's the Sorcerer Supreme of Limbo. She's the Doctor Strange of Limbo. Mm. That's uh, fun. That's fun. Uh, it's fun. Okay, but, yeah. but what makes that interesting is that, like, apparently we learn here, she learned from Storm. We yeah. do not know how Storm became so powerful in Limbo. And that's, like, so that's where I sort of turned my attention to, I guess. Uh-huh. And that is a little bit explained in these two issues. A little and bit that, so far, yeah. And hopefully you it know, continues. Right. Like it's a little it's a little interesting. You know, she 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 nudes up because it's storm. Uh huh. Old storm gets old storm still loves to get naked. Yeah. Well, and cat kind of does, too. Holy shit. Can we talk about cats outfit is old kitty pride? Well, both of them wear bathing suits as their main outfit. Her and Ariana. But there's something really intense about cats because like it's like she's a. So, okay, so imagine a, a full, like, you know, movie Black Widow style bodysuit. Like, she's covered everywhere in leather. Yeah. <clears throat> now, remove everything now from her legs. Off. Yeah. <laughs> remove everything from the legs. Now, remove everything from most of the butt. 
you know, leaving sort of a bikini zone. Now remove everything from the butt all the way up the sides to the armpits. Yeah. So you have a continuous- It's like a mankini. Ankle to armpit skin. It's like it's the the crazy. Borat, the sort of Borat. Yeah. <laughs> Brazilian. Kitty yeah. Pride does a yeah. Borat in these. It's nonsense. There's so it I don't know. It feels like like I felt I felt like I needed to look away a couple times. It's when a I was thong with this. suspenders. I guess is what you would give <laughs> that's me. A, you. Yeah, it's a great way to say it. Yeah, and the suspenders cover the nipple zones and there you go. Yeah. Fuck. It's crazy. Um, and the eventual tail that she gets just comes right out of the side of it, obviously. Mm-hmm, obviously. I, yeah, the, the, yeah, I want, I want to be, I want to be into this. And I, I mean, am that's, into that's this. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. It's, it's got, it's got things that I like. It's got interesting little vignettes. Mm-hmm. But there is no denying that Claremont did not put his his a work into this into this comment yeah you know there's there's one angle that i do definitely find the most interesting here and is why i think i was more interested in iliana than the other characters is that there's a couple times we see and crucially i think we're not sure whether like she is clearly interested in what Belasco has to say and interested in the power he has to offer and interested in like what living with him would be like. And she knows that he's been really nice to her. And no matter how much like storm and, and cat like tell her like, no, he's clearly awful. She's still like, well, let's see where this goes. And I, I I'm interested in how much of that is him having like a literal, like, put like a fucking Harry Potter Horcrux inside of her of his and and there's like a piece yeah. of him like con- corrupting her or how much of that is like Ileana genuinely being kind of interested in by the power that might that she might get I I find that angle kind of kind of interesting for her is that Look, I know this is gonna upset some people what's a what's a Harry Potter Horcrux Ah, I, I, okay. So this is this is a new segment we can call Harry Potter School for Rory, <laughs> <laughs> which I. Oh I, my I, god, Rory, Rory goes to Hogwarts is a really good idea for a podcast where we <laughs> where we explain we explain Harry Potter to, to Rory. He just read doesn't it. want we to be there. Report. To, we just book report it to a to a hostile witness. <laughs> it's I Fred Dune by Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh. So a Horcrux. Just in as few words as possible, uh, you 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 commit the unspeakable act of murder, and in doing so, your soul splits, and you take one of the the halves of your soul that is split off, and you imbue it into a physical object. And as long as that object is intact, you can't be murdered. You can't be killed. It's they a it's to, a lich phylactery. They have to they have to right. kill your your uh, your objects first before you you yeah. can Every die. Every wizard who commits murder gets a free pass to live forever. It's no, a, only well, if you know how to do it, and it's like yeah. super crazy dark magic that like okay. nobody knows. But it's for sure a phylactery, like from Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah, definitely. So uh, this has been <laughs> this has been Rory goes to Hogwarts. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, do we want to do we want to finish this one out? It's only two more issues. But... I finish it out because it's two more. But okay. I'd be I'd be looking for the exit sign if it was a long run. Gotcha. Well, maybe so so as to not prolong it, I'll uh, I'll make sure both issues are in next week's reading list. Yeah, we can no, we can uh, we can dole it. <laughs> you want to dole it? Okay. <laughs> I would. I, I I think there's a better chance of me enjoying the one issue we get than banging out two. Okay. Okay. All right. Deal. It's a fucking deal. Uh, and that, my sweetlings, covers our reading list for today. So I know we've got a boy who wants the, the floor. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to this week's A Fuck, Mary Kill. Where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is the one. Give her beer. We have some we have some new friends today that we have to talk about. We had a lot of new friends today. We had so, so, so many new friends today. Um, and the first one of those new friends that we have to talk about is Cat. The new mm. Shadow Cat. Mm-hmm. We have to talk mm-hmm. about Cat and the 
the thong with suspenders that she <laughs> because I think I think it's I think it's only fair. I think it's fair yeah. to both of you as as straight people that you get to talk about a girl sometimes. Thanks for Maybe throwing not. us a bone there, Shane. I mean, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to fuck a woman. <laughs> I think that I like to think that that's that's on loop. Your that that's like your your internal monologue at most times. <laughs> Just like it's it's looping in the background. <laughs> Who's next, buddy? Secondly, we're going to talk about Lorelai. 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 Oh, from the Thor issues. From the Thor. From from the nope. From from the Black Widow. She oh, is shit. our she's our Kiss Who's Me that? Kate. Oh, different one. Who am I yeah. thinking of then? Who, from the We're Thor, about, was... pull her up. I, I I remember the character, but I I don't visually remember her. Thor had like like Loki was making out with a woman. Loki Loki was making out with a lady, but we didn't really talk about it. So her name's Lorelai. Hold on, it's Larely or Larely, the rodeo queen. Larely, oh, the rodeo queen. Okay. Is that the road? Is it the rodeo queen? It, it, it looks like it looks like Lara Lai. <laughs> Lara Lai. I'll take Lara Lai. I yeah, see. I, I don't. I, I don't see, know Lara Lai. I would say Lara Lai. <laughs> the last three minutes of this Lara podcast are us going Lara Lai. Lara But to be fair, to be fair to everybody, I don't think that's a name. Lara Lai. Laurel. Yeah. If you if you if you sort of like warp it into a name, then yeah, it's a name. This is Lara. Lee, Lara yeah, Lee, like two with an like, IE. Yeah, I've never it's seen it, but Lara Lee. Yeah, but Lorelai is like a real name. Yeah, yeah but Lorelai, it's not yes. spelled that way. Yeah, <laughs> the rodeo okay. queen's name is. <laughs> All right, the the English degree goblin has spoken. There's no O. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Lorelai, Rory, rodeo queen down. Is, is, okay, is okay, the second okay. one. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Okay, and our our last and certainly not least, Beta Ray, Mr. Oh, Beta good, Ray, good, 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 Mr. Mr. Beta Ray, not not so you got Michael, two, Michael, you got two Corner girls Ray. and Beta, whatever, <laughs> two two girls, two girls and a Beta. So I think have Adam. So I think I think Shane did not include Michael Corcoran so that he could just sort of so have him for himself. <laughs> he I he doesn't listen, want either of us fucking him. This is this is an auditory medium, and I think in order to really appreciate him, you have to see him laying in bed with his chest hair spoken out over the top of his covers. Mm-hmm. I think if you, do, I think if you don't firm see it, cock in his hand. Yeah, and I think if and his and his ginger afro, and I feel like if you don't okay, see wait, it, I want to pause and I want to talk about that picture. Does anybody know what he's holding? And is it not supposed to be erotic? His dick? In, it looks like it looks. I mean, it's. His dick see. would have Let to be see. able to sort of so, warp through the covers, but I don't know what I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to be looking at in this. So picture. to be to be clear for the listeners, if you join our Discord and go to the Wall of Shane channel, you'll be able to see this on on uh, Rory posted this on May 18th, and you can decide for yourself. I don't fucking know what it is he's holding. He appears to be asleep, <laughs> and he appears to have his hand. Uh, not around because that would if I said his hand is around something that would, I think, invoke the image that it could fully grasp the thing that he's holding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it looks I, like it's not quite getting all the way around. It, there's yeah. no way. He, there's no way his, his index finger has, has it's met like his a, thumb on the uh, other may, end. May I make a guess? It's a uh, in, in his sleep. He's lifting weights with the tiny flesh colored barbell. <laughs> it does look like those little pink barbells. Um <laughs> Uh, but it also means his hand is so huge that it like squeezes into a yeah. barbell, which it is hot. It could be, yeah. It could be just the inside part of a fleshlight. Yeah. Oh, that could, oh. That could be that he holds for comfort at night. I mean, when you're cut yeah, like that, comfort. I suppose there's a reasonable chance you accidentally, literally rip your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> this I knew this Hate day it. would come. I listen. My dick there, clean off my enormous dog. There are so <laughs> many panels of him drinking, and that's like part of his personality. Mm-hmm. I I assume it's just a glass that he's passed out. Oh. Right? That she has that she has put some kind of 
sleeping draft, some kind of potion inside. Yeah, it. that kind okay. of sells. Yeah, yeah, but then don't color it the same color as his That's skin. <laughs> it's dark, Andy. Hey, this this issue could have used one of those modern remaster <laughs> okay, recolors. Okay, wait, wait. If so, they did that, it would have been a dick. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill, Beta Ray Bill, uh, Laura Lee, the Rodeo Queen, and uh, and, and who was the third? And Cat. Oh, Kat. I see. Okay, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I know who I'm marrying. It's Beta Ray Bill. He seems he really cool. He holds Mjolnir, and he holds Mjolnir. He's clearly worthy. That I think. Worthy of my dick. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think I think I'm gonna marry Beta Ray. Uh, uh, but then it's a real it's a real tough call for me because because I'm I'm worried that I'm worried that I I think I'm thinking too much about literal like teen preteen kitty pride. With cat, oh and I think yeah, that might no, worry she's, a, she's, she's a she's a forty year old woman. Now, she's a forty yeah. year old woman. Why, I know, why, why but... don't I? Why don't I spearhead this topic for you? Take it. I think, take I think it. I'm. I think <laughs> I'm on the record. I'm a huge fan of when X Men get sad, and so mm. and so. Cat's doing a lot for me in this in these. Okay. In these <laughs> oh my issues. god! <laughs> I All just right. like when she cries a little bit. <laughs> So is that a Mary or what? Not when anybody cries when an X-Man cries. When an X-Man cries. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's such a Chad. Um, Is that a Mary or is that just, you know, the top floor of Bone Tower? <laughs> I'm taking you to the penthouse of Bone Tower. You really think she lives at the penthouse of Bone Tower? She's no, not, I like, live at the, the penthouse of Bone Tower. <laughs> uh, like the 32nd floor. <laughs> it's where Rory takes people home. Uh, yeah, so... No, I think that has to be... That has to be a Mary. Okay. Uh, you know, because uh, the dialogue... The Southern... Anytime... A southern dialect is depicted on page in X-Men. It is uh, visual cancer. Mm-hmm, and I couldn't mm-hmm. be married to... Laurely the Rodeo Queen. To Laurely the Rodeo Queen. Uh, maybe... Now, you know, in the fantasy, <laughs> she probably doesn't speak in speech bubbles that I have to read. But <laughs> I... I can't. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. Well, yeah, uh, because then every time she moaned, you'd get poked in the face by a new speech bubble. Oh, like, God damn it! Could you God not? Damn. <laughs> uh, oh, and all of her internal thoughts will be in those squares, and they have such pokey edges and corners. Yeah, that's right. So, so, so we fucked Larley, the rodeo queen. Ah, you got to kill Beta Ray, though. I know. But look, the bird demon Thor is too many hats. He's too gooey. He's too silly for me. He's too gooey. I'm supposed to be the silly one. And that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Oh, got it. The other character can't take away from your silliness. Mm -hmm. You can. I'm just not confident enough to marry that kind of energy. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Because he definitely wants a Hogwarts wedding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh so I'll, I'll i'll finish i'll finish my slate out so beta ray i'm marrying uh i'm gonna kill cat i think um mm-hmm. mostly because i don't know she seems she seems like she's really lost her way and yeah. i'm just not i'm not into it i'm, I'm i feel like we didn't know who she was until the second issue, too, right? Like they didn't actually say it was Shadowcat. Yeah, but I mean, I think we all we sort of assumed. But um, Andrew, <laughs> wow, you you got me there, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, I guess that leaves only one option for the fuck. Uh, I oh fuck, darn, I, I fuck Michael Corcoran. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I America's sexiest Lee. traitor. Who will be this year's America's sexiest traitor? 
Larley, Larley the rodeo queen. Tie me up. Tie me up, queen. Tie me up, queen. And so wait, you I, sex her? Are you sexing her? Yep, I sex her. Okay, yeah. I also sex her. Oh, nice. okay. Same nice. twins. Uh, so you're into the you're <laughs> into the rope three stuff. Three on the on the train on Larley. Well, it's not necessarily <laughs> that I'm into the rope stuff, but I think of of the three choices I have given, she is the one to have the sex. It's rope. nice to have in the back pocket, whether you're for or against rope stuff. You know, uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And there are other things you can do with the rope too. Like it doesn't have to just be like tie me up, daddy. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. Sure. Have to do that. Yeah, you can sec- um, secure stuff on your. Yeah, you boat. can tie up your tugboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah, you can you can rodeo your drink from across the room and like bring the water bottle to you. Um, I kill Beta Ray, and I I know that like that's probably confusing for you guys because you didn't think that I was going to kill Beta Ray. Well, you're killing um, my husband too. I'm very upset. I I have this thing against exposed teeth on characters. What does exposed mean in context He's a of teeth? Duck monster. No, well, no. Like if if you look at Beta Ray, like his his teeth come to a point in front of his face. Okay. They're like ex- they're like exposed, right? He doesn't have lips. He doesn't have anything okay. covering his teeth. So, like anatomically, yeah. there's no there's no reason for him to have teeth like that. Okay, so you, okay, you know what so I mean? what, what you mean is that there like th- there's no lips that can cover them at all. They're always out there. Yes, I, I understand. Like a horse, almost. Even yeah, the horses it's, it's have like more if lips a horse than didn't, that. If a, if a horse didn't have lips or a nose, mm. it would be his face. Yeah, and it makes me very angry. Very angry <laughs> because it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's against God. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so wait, does that mean that you marry cat? <laughs> I marry I marry cats. Shane, we're twins this week. Yeah, yeah I do, I do marry cats. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Okay, it's a it's a rare occurrence. I on know the, on the backlog. Yeah, for Rory and Shane to be in agreement, and I'm I'm over here marrying <laughs> no, the horse I think, alien. I think any way you cut it, two people to have the exact same fuck marry kill has mm. been pretty rare. That's yeah, true. Has, the only time really it's rare. come up has been when we're all in agreement about Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> But you have to marry Dracula and you have to fuck the boat. Like, you have to fuck yeah. the boat. Marry Dracula, fuck the boat. <laughs> kill kill Beta Ray. Always. <laughs> oh. Y'all, this has been issue 59 of the Infinite Backlog, and I appreciate you being here so much. And uh, remember, as we always say, marry Dracula, fuck the boat. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>